this is the July 2022 federal and Florida con law essay question from the Florida bar exam. The Gulf County Board of Commissioners has received complaints about political signs relating to an upcoming election posted on residents' property. Specifically, several residents have installed bright lights to draw attention to their signs at night. One complaint is that the lighted signs are unsightly and unnecessary, as streetlights in the neighborhood already make the signs visible at night. Another complaint is that the signs are unsafe because they distract motorists. In the last month, four auto accidents have occurred in residential neighborhoods in which at least one of the drivers claimed to be distracted by a brightly lit political sign. Smith, Jones, and Green are three of the five members of the Gulf County Board of Commissioners. Last weekend, Smith had a birthday party for her five-year-old son, and Jones and Green attended. During the party, Smith pulled Jones and Green aside to talk about the the sign-related complaints. In the conversation, they discussed three ideas for enacting a county ordinance that would address the residents' complaints. Proposal one, okay, this is such a violation of uh, Sunshine Law, but okay, proposal one, residents may not install lighting for political signs on their property. That is, uh, isn't that like symbolic? speech that's going to trigger us via brian i don't know uh compelling interest motherfucker uh sorry proposal two residents may not install lighting for any signs on their property okay all right here we go that would be more okay whatever that'd be due process i feel like okay three residents may install lighting for their sign for signs on their property but only after here we go receiving a license from a special committee no the committee would only grant the license for lighting that is not unreasonably hazardous and comports with the aesthetic of the surrounding neighborhood. Smith, Jones, and Green agreed that instead of fining violators, the county's police should enforce the new ordinance by simply confiscating any lighting equipment that does not comply. All right, so now we have an unlawful seizure. <laughs> um, they believe that removing non-compliant lighting equipment immediately will reduce the risk of distracted driving. Before moving forward with with formal action, Smith seeks your legal opinion on the constitutionality of the foregoing proposals. Prepare a memorandum that addresses the following. Discuss whether each of the three foregoing proposals and the suggested method of enforcement are consistent with the U.S. Constitution. And then two, discuss whether Smith's conversation with Jones and Green at the birthday party raises any issues under Florida Constitution. Okay, briefly running through the sample answer. Uh, proposal one is a impermissible content-based restriction on speech. So the First Amendment um, provides citizens freedom of speech. The protection is a fundamental right. Content-based restrictions on speech are restrictions that are based solely on the content of the speech. Um, It permits or forbids speech based on a message or subject matter that they're discussing. Um, They're highly disfavored and they must survive strict scrutiny stand um, in court, which means that the government has to bears the burden of proving that the uh, law is narrowly tailored to achieve a compelling interest and is the least restrictive means of achieving that interest. Um, so the proposal one was the was the proposal that forbid forbid the political signs. 
And so that is a content-based restriction, so it's not gonna likely survive being narrowly tailored to meet a compelling interest with the least restrictive means to just censor all of that. And that is that analysis. And then it says proposal two is vague and overbroad. And that's the one that said any any sign whatsoever can't be out there. So yeah, that is vague and overbroad. So being vague, mean, meaning like it's so unclear and it doesn't give me like any kind of rules or, or standards that allow me to know if I'm um, breaking the law or, or following the law. And then um, same thing with like, it's not the same thing with overbroad, but overbroad is... Um, it, it might take away some, it, it's it's not specific enough that it it, it could inf, encroach on some of my rights. Um, so, okay. Pulling too many people into a group, that's what, how they refer to it. All right, whatever. Equal protection, we can always make an argument, I guess, for that under rational basis. I don't see a suspect class here, but we can always do that. Um, Equal protection uh, prohibits the government from discriminating against specific classes of people, depending on the class, influences what type of scrutiny we apply. Here, oh, they're saying it discriminates against politicians. Proposal one discriminates against politicians um, by prohibiting political science only. However, they're not a suspect class, so they would get rational basis review. Rational basis requires the person challenging the regulation to bear the burden that the regulation is not rationally related to a legitimate governmental interest. Uh, here, the, in the government's interest was maintaining safe public roadways by reducing the lights and distractions by the bordering streets and home homes. The interest of the government is legitimate and restricting these signs would be rationally related to its interest as such, whatever. The argument to strike down proposal one on equal protection grounds is going to fail. Okay, fair enough. Then we have time, place, manner. So that second proposal that said all lighting can't be there, uh, or what all signs can't be there. This is a time, place, likely a permissible time, place, manner regulation. So time, place, manner regulations on speech are ones that focus only on like your time, your place, and your manner of the speech rather than the actual content or viewpoint or subject matter of the speech. So they're allowed as long as they're content neutral, they serve an important governmental interest, and they leave open alternative channels of communication. Um, here, in this case, these are content neutral because it regulates all types of signs and, and um, speech contained on the signs. The government interest here is public safety on the roadways, reducing number of accidents, yada, yada. It leaves open alternative channels of communication because citizens are still able to post signs elsewhere, for example, public parks, TV, radio, uh, commercial ads. Okay. As such, proposal two is likely a permissible time, place, manner. All right, well, proposal three is prior restraints. So proposal three contains unconstitutional prior restraints. Prior restraints on speech are regulations that prevent or burden speech from happening before it's even occurred. It's like a ban on future speech. Generally speaking, they're highly disfavored. So that licensing restraint in Proposal 3 that requires citizens to receive a license prior to putting lights up in their property would, is like a prior restraint. Um, they could the Prior restraints may be upheld if the standards for the restraints contain definite standards and don't allow for unfettered discretion. Um, definite standards require that 
the precise procedures be followed so the people and public officials issuing the license don't have any room to exercise their own discretion in deciding like whether to issue the license or not. It just makes sense. Um, here, obviously that's not what happened. The special committee here essentially retains the power to deny a license based on content, viewpoint, ambiguous, aesthetic standards, and a slew of other discretionary criteria. So this is not going to be uh, permissible under the Constitution due to prior restraints. The new ordinance, though. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. The federal Constitution provides under the Fifth Amendment all persons that are not intentional, that are to be Oh my God, why did they write like this? If you're going to be deprived of due process of law, life, liberty, or property without due process of law by the federal government, the Fifth Amendment is going to apply. This provision is applicable to the states of the 14th Amendment. Procedural due process requires individuals prior to depriving their rights are given notice and a hearing opportunity to be heard in front of a magistrate. Um, okay. In this case, allowing the county police to confiscate the individual's personal property in the event they violate the county ordinance, confiscating individual personal property without providing them notice or right to be heard, da da da, violation of due process. It might be a taking. Obviously, I was thinking unlawful seizure, me. I don't know who the fuck it is. I don't know. Under the takings clause of the Constitution, and that's under the Fifth Amendment, too, any individual who is deprived of their property by government is entitled to reasonable compensation. Well, it's actually full compensation now, I think. Uh, individuals are entitled to notice before their property is taken for public use. Under the takings clause, a person can be deprived of their property if the government, one, physically takes up a portion of, or all of the property, or two, regulates the property to such an extent that the property does not retain any economic value. Um, they said that this is a unconstitutional taking because there's no notice. And that the government would argue that this was a forfeiture. Which allows the government to obtain an individual's property without notifying them. But, like, that's for criminal. And this is not criminal. And then we have the Sunshine Law. So, this conversations with all those people uh, violates Florida Sunshine Law. There are, um, the Declaration of Rights uh, is the Florida's equivalent to the U.S. Constitution's Bill of Rights, um, and they're fundamental, subject to past strict scrutiny, which means, again, the government has the burden of showing that the regulation or law is narrowly tailored to achieve a compelling interest and is the least restrictive means of achieving that interest. Um, the right to open government is enumerated in the Declaration of Rights. Open government means citizens have the right to retain, uh, remain apprised of actions taken by public officials, conversations and furtherance of those actions, Further, under the Florida Sunshine Law, any meeting between two or more public officials in which, okay, so any meeting that is with two or more public officials must be noticed to the public and the public has the right to attend. The word meeting is construed broadly, although, oh, go figure, although public officials are allowed to attend social functions together without running afoul of this, if the official starts discussing official duties or actions that will affect the public, then decisions... Um, made during those conversations will not be considered binding. Damn, that's a good thing, I guess. So here, the conversation between these three people at the birthday party did violate open government requirement 
of the Florida Sunshine Law under Florida Constitution because they're all public officials and as members of the Gulf County Board of Commissioners. And they were all discussing their official duties and potential actions to be taken that are of public interest and public importance. So those decisions that they discussed aren't going to be binding. And that's it.